0: live from cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I am your host, Megan Walker. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Acres, the Midwest Premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres, solution for every field. We've got a great show on here tonight we have got harrison on the board and we have got two drake relays champions as well as we've got some amazing food from lincoln's pub they always give us the best so shout out to them for being so amazing but yes we have got nico schultz and nick brian out here so guys tell me about your weekend how was it
2: go ahead and start us off nick uh no nah, it was it was long <laughs> all our weekends are very long they're very turbulent and um yeah they're always just you got to keep head strong with those type of weekends because, like, you kind of get lost in what you're doing. But at the end of the day, it was fun. Mm-hmm.
1: When
2: would you guys take off? Thursday.
1: It wasn't even a long weekend. <laughs> it was
2: a long weekend. Anytime you got to run in circles – over and over again. That's a long weekend. That's fair. Eyes. That's a good point.
1: <laughs> Nico, how was it for you?
2: It was good going on top. of What Nick said.
3: Super long. I'm exhausted right now. My sleep schedule. Whenever I race, for some reason, I'm never nervous beforehand. But afterwards, after I race, I can never seem to turn my mind off. After my race, I'm always just up at late up at night thinking about the race, thinking about everything. Like I'm got so much adrenaline, you know. So my sleep schedule right now is just completely flipped upside down, especially with finals and everything coming up too. So this first track season, when Nick warned me before the season, like, "Hey, man, it's gonna catch up to you." It, it, it cut off to me. Like I said, we're two weeks out from the Big Ten championship, and then we're about a month away from nationals and regionals, and you know the, the whole entire postseason. So I'm feeling it, man. The body's hurting at the moment, but it'll all be um, well worth it towards the end. But what about you? You were there with us too. How would it feel? I <laughs> was.
1: I was like, I feel like we're getting to that point in the season where like everything is going on. Like we got class, we got everything. We're finishing up. Like Big Ten's is coming up here, and there's just so much going on that's like stressful at times. And like every time we take a trip, I'm so tired afterwards. Yeah. Like I feel like that's something you learn in college is like how draining it is to like get back into reality. But yeah, it was a great weekend. I had a lot of fun. It was raining. That was a good experience. Yeah, I was, was going to say, night. how was the
3: weather?
0: It looked gloomy about the entire time. Man.
1: What day was it? Saturday? It was horrible.
3: Yeah, was Friday, um, Friday, me and Nick, we ran on the 4x8 together, and it was great. It was a little cold, but mm. you know, perfect weather, perfect racing conditions. And then Saturday, I think that was the worst 800 I've ever raced in my entire life. I mean, rain was coming in sideways. It was like 40 <laughs> degrees, freezing cold. Um, it was just terrible, but I mean... Like I said, it wasn't my best race, but I was the, definitely the worst racing conditions I've ever raced in. But, I mean, it was crazy, too, because when we f- finished the 4 by 4 about 10 minutes after, the sun came out, everything was beautiful. But during the race, raining sideways, cold weather, so it's just how it goes sometimes, you know? Terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Friday, I ran the 400. And, like, they made us take our clothes off, like, super early. So yeah. we had, like, 10 minutes where we were just standing there freezing. I just don't like that. I was know. it windy? Was it? I feel like it was a little windy, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it was just, like, cold.
0: If the rain was coming sideways, I'd imagine is pretty bad,
1: mm-hmm. and it was like gloomy and like yeah, the sun was gone when I was running. In all
3: yeah. the pictures, my hair is just like I'm drenched, <laughs> I'm cold. Literally, we uh, after you win a race at Drake Relays, they actually ask you if you want to take a victory lap around the whole entire track. So we did that for the four by eight. It was a it was a really cool experience. We got to wave the flag, say hi to a bunch of the fans, and then when we won it for the four by four, we all looked at each other after and we're like, do we, do we want to take a lap? We are like, no, let's just put our clothes on, dead. Like, <laughs> we didn't even want to do it at that point. We were just so fed up because of how cold the weather was and stuff like that. So
1: was this your guys's first time going to Drake? So Second.
2: Second. Hey, actually, I'm lying to y'all. This is like my third time. Oh my I went God. when I was in high school, and that was like my senior year when I actually tried to started getting in the track. I ran in lane seven, which is kind of funny. Lane actually, seven. I not I think I ran in, uh, ran in lane six, which is kind of like full circle for
3: mm-hmm. me. Hey Nick, tell about tell us about your experience from last year from Drake, in the four <laughs> by four, and how it was it was your Darius Love Revenge tour this time around.
2: I I wouldn't say it was a revenge tour. It was more like a. Like, hey, yo, bro, like, nah, like, I ain't one of them no more. <laughs> you know, you're not that guy? No, I'm not that guy no more. You know, I think last year I was more of a kid. Now I'm more like, I'm in my adult, young adult phase now. You're a vet? You're grown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even a vet yet. A vet is like, they know how to do everything. Like, I'm just a young adult. Like, I know what, what's coming next. And so it's just like, you just got to know how to play with every part. And it's kind of like with the weather thing. I knew the weather was going to be trash. And, and Drake, it's always trash. And so that's how I was like, hey, yo, let's just keep all our clothes on, like create your own body heat, create your own type of energy for each step. And when they tell you to take off your clothes, do it like last minute, Like it's it's like, you know, everything at that point. Been realized. there, done that. Yeah. So and especially when I ran it, I was like, nah, bro, like I'm blowing everybody out the water. It was one of those <laughs> things. It's like it's not even trying to be like arrogant or anything. It's, I just know like you're not a better man than me at this point in my life. So hey, tell, them, tell
3: them what happened last year, though. Walk us through the four by four.
2: Yeah, I can easily walk y'all all through the 4x4. Four four. This is my uh 2022, you know, just coming to Nebraska. And that in that uh, that started that season in January. And I was like, I was just trying to get used to everything. And that's when we had dual coaching, too. Y'all you all weren't here for that one last year. But we had dual coaching. So, um, it was two coaches, sprint coaches. And so, you had two people talking in your ears on how you do things. And you never had no clear direction. So, you know how that goes. And, um... Drake 4x4, four four, you know, I'm feeling the energy of Drake because this is my second time in Drake, so I'm like, I'm feeling it, you know. And um, I'm last leg, so, you know, I'm always, I'm already the, the best guy on the team, so I'm like, all right, I'm the last leg. And that's fun, you know, being the last leg, closing the show. Mm-hmm. We were in the lead. This is, this is the first time, like, we were in the lead. It was like a – it was a good – it wasn't a great margin, but it was a good, pretty, you know, like, it's like here and here. You're in the lead. It's competitive. And the last, like – 100. Well, last, like, 250, got caught. Damn. Yeah. And then I think I'm, like, in I'm like thinking I'm in the high school mindset. Like, I can just catch them. Couldn't catch them at the line. It was close, but couldn't catch them. And then that was, like, after that one, I got glazed off like, a whole – it's been, like, a whole year. It's actually been 11 months. Now they don't talk about it no more. They know.
3: Because <laughs> you're a two-time champ now, man. <laughs> one, three, you double three. back not once, but twice. Twice.
1: What was that feeling when you guys won? Like, when they brought the trophy out, like, how did you guys feel?
3: Didn't even know there was a trophy.
1: Did you guys get, like, a text?
3: Cody came up to us after our interview. He's like, you guys are going to believe the size of this trophy. And we're like, what, the 4x4 trophy? He's like, no, the team trophy. We won. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, nobody, no coach informed us that how big of a an event or how big of an accomplishment it was to win Drake Relays. So we go out there, and next thing you know, we see this big trophy. Like, what's the trophy for? And it was for the 4x8, the 4x4, and the Sprint Medley. And I don't think the 4x2 scored, but... Yeah. Yeah, it was for um all the relays. Actually, Nick was on, too. Nick almost this weekend actually accomplished the Triple
2: Crown. Which is, like, very hard to do. It's, it's, so it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah, almost, almost impossible. He
3: almost did it. He was on every single relay. He ran great in every single relay. So the 4x8, 4x4 champion, and then he plays fourth in the sprint medley. But he didn't hand off him first, so he did his job.
2: Yeah, hey, hey, hey. No, <laughs> yeah, You guys wanna... had, a great, had a great weekend, so yeah, way it, to go. It's yeah. just one of those aims where you're just trying to just go out there and just have the best memories and me and Nico enjoyed ourselves. I think we can always relive those memories for, like, the next, like, 10 years.
1: That's sweet. And your like, dad was running at the meet. How was that for you? <laughs>
3: oh, it was funny. So my dad, he's 40. And my mom signed him up about, I think, two months ago as a joke. Like, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. sign you up for Drake Relays. There's a master's one. i mean, you're gonna you're going to go in there, raise some old heads, raise some old women. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm invested. So he <laughs> starts texting me. He buys his track spikes, gets a bunch of equipment. So this dude's training now. He's, he's doing workouts, uh, asking me for advice every single day. And, yeah, he went out there. He killed it. He opened up his first 200 in like 32. And uh, for any of those people out there who are not track runners, that's like insanely fast for somebody who obviously has never ran 800 before. So he went yes. out there, killed it. It was such a cool experience to kind of watch him out there. He ended up dying at like 400 meters. <laughs> he said his calf gave out. And then with about 150 more meters to go, he said that, uh, no, like I think a sixty-five-year-old lady ended up passing him, and so he was like, "All right, I am either gonna beat her, I am gonna drop to the track and, and, you know, claim that I got shot in the leg, but I am not, <laughs> I am not gonna lose to her." So he ended up sprinting the last hundred and ran a two twenty-eight, which his goal was to get sub two thirty. So I was proud of him, man. Yeah, that me gotta too. Give a Shout out to the old man going, you know, sub two thirty, especially at that age.
2: Especially you know? at that age, you know, running any type of physical activity <laughs> at a great level. Or yeah. Any type of high level is so strenuous to the body. It's going to hit your body hard. Right?
0: 800s are humbling, too. Very humbling. Eight hundreds 800 has got
2: to be the most humbling sprint, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's
0: not a sprint, but it's not a long run, either. So you're in a, that nasty gray area. You're in a nasty,
2: mean, muggish <laughs> it's
0: hard. gray area. It's so area. hard to, to be that.
3: consistent in that event, too, man. It's like, you don't even know. Your body can literally just not be responding to your mind that day. And, like, it just literally is what it is. I mean, that's what happened to me this week. And I feel like my mind and my body were on two different levels during my race. Like, I could not. Tell my body to do certain things. Like, so there's some races where I feel terrible. And there's some races like, uh, where I cross the line. I feel great. doesn't make sense
0: uh i'm from uh youtube uh from the text line on youtube we got brandon uh saying what's up guys can't wait for my nephew bryce turner to join the team next year Mm
3: -hmm. so you got
0: some have you guys noticed some of the guys that you're bringing on the roster next year have you guys had a chance to look at them yet or are you all locked in
1: season we're so excited for the people we got coming in next year yeah yeah we got like Allie bainbridge Mm -hmm. she's from south dakota i knew her she teaches yoga she's actually really badass
2: teaches yoga she teaches
1: yoga she's like ripped Really? She's really cool. Um, I don't know. <laughs> who else do we got coming in? Um, Bryce Turner, football. Yep. Do we have another football player coming in?
2: Um, The one the one guy that's like, his mom's a lawn jumper. Oh, yeah. That's
1: mm-hmm. awesome. I'm trying to think. Who we else? had
3: an Iowa kid we saw up there named Gabe Nash. Shout out to him. He, mm-hmm. he won both of his events this week, and he killed it.
1: Yeah, we're super excited. It's going to be a Jaylen good Jalen Lloyd.
2: Jalen Lloyd? That's what he
3: said.
0: Oh, Jalen Lloyd. That's that's who's Okay. I don't know
1: Okay. Is that the football player? Yeah, that's
0: an an athlete right there. Shout out
3: Brandon, man. He's so all the Jalen Lloyd. (laughs) Throw (laughs) him.
2: Throw him out there. Throw him out there. Malachi (laughs) Coleman. Malachi
1: Malachi Coleman. I don't think so. Malachi Coleman
2: is not. uh, Jeremiah Smith.
1: (laughs) If he joined the track team, I wouldn't be upset, though. Because he's
2: got that good track
0: record. Because I know he ran track in high school. But um, that's always tough for dual athletes, to so kind of bounce that both in there. Uh, but, again, if you guys want to join the show kind of through what Brand's doing right now, you can join on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Uh, we're going all the way up until 7 o'clock, and then we'll have the Husker Bowlers, Amar and Gwen, in here as well. Uh, so we got plenty of ticket week nights ahead. But um, kind of going back to that weather, does that change your guys' routine at all, knowing you're going into an event that it's just not going to be ideal, or are you just doing the same thing, not even trying to think about it?
2: Um you want to kind I'll of take, like, it, yeah, take yeah. it depends, depends it that. on the
3: race for me a 400 it does not matter to me the weather but for the 800 it really did play a different role i mean i mm-hmm. mean even from indoor to outdoors it's been a, a real hard adjustment for me because you know I, i've ran a lot more indoor races in my life than i have ran outdoor i feel like i'm a much more experienced runner indoor and when i get outdoor I'm, with the elements and stuff like that for some reason i just my body has not just been responding the way i <laughs> wanted to especially this past weekend too with the rain and the cold i just was not able to perform at you know division one level for some reason when I was running that 800 like I couldn't turn over my legs just felt stiff and so yeah the weather does play a big role at least for me in the 800 that's just me as a you know as a first year runner collegially I just have not been able to figure that out what about you with your experience in your four years
2: uh yeah especially with the experience of weather that's like I I see it coming like a mile away I think that's why I don't like I don't like outdoors as much I love indoors because it's like it's very consistent you can't complain about. Oh, like, the weather's hurting me. It's cool, cool. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, you can't complain about that. You, you're the trash or you're not. And then um, <laughs> with outdoors, you have so many complaints you can put up, especially if you don't know how to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. You can just put constant up complaints. And for me, it's just like I always expect trash weather and all our meets that we go to. So I just put up, like, I always put a raincoat in, even though it might not even rain. Mm-hmm. Just those always, those precautionary things you always put up. And to me, I'll always be just – I'll always be precautionary and ready and not, so – It's something I'm already used to. Is that something
0: that's different from you now than it was uh, in 2022 when we were kind of talking about that relays where you just fell short? Was that a mental thing? Was it physical? Or what made you –
2: Simply just physical. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I'm, like, a (laughs) totally different dude, especially from last year, like, physically. Like, I can just run laps, laps, laps around you and not even – Taking notice, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: it's it's crazy with me and this dude in practice because he has a, a crazy speed component over me, and I just I just can't respond. But there's different times of practice too where my endurance, I guess, for some reason, was blessed with just endurance, like a deer. For some reason, I can get mm-hmm. run laps for days and not get tired. I can I can hold the speed longer than he can but when it comes to getting to a certain distance a shorter distance in a fast amount of time he's got me all day it mean, hey, must hey, be something with a All day twice on Sunday <laughs> <But> <laughs> twice yeah, on Sunday. yeah
2: with, with meg like how do you kind of adapt to your in your experience with the weather like how do you kind of adapt to everything around you
1: I feel like growing up in South Dakota I was always like it, the weather doesn't really matter because like you' were gonna run it no matter what and so like coming to indoor and like coming to Nebraska it kind of like made me soft and so like running a drake this weekend that was stupid like that was so stupid (laughs) like i haven't been running like outdoors in the cold really yeah you know like i'm used to south dakota like it'd be snowing it'd be raining it would be like windy as heck and so like now like coming back to it like i have to readjust like my body like how i warm up and like get my physical and my mental like ready for running in the cold because we've been in like arizona we've been in texas like now we're in freaking Iowa.
0: Yeah, you guys were tripping taking trips to, uh, to some warmer climates for yeah. sure. You now guys I'm are soft. getting out of the cold now you're getting thrown up into the cold.
2: Exactly. Yeah, right right Cuz yeah. we're going back to Indiana. So y'all got to understand we're going right back in the cold really. I'll like, pack my rain jacket. Rack the rain jacket. Yeah. It's I wouldn't I wouldn't bear less with Indiana. I've never been to Indiana so this is going to be all our first time. We're all going to experience tight new things so. Okay, this is
1: weird but like you know when it's cold outside and like you put leggings on when you run do you guys like feel a difference when you don't have them on and when you do I don't even put leggings
2: on no more
3: I can speak on that so I actually ran a race in leggings at Texas State and I actually ran the worst I've ever ran before and then when I I I know it made no sense and then you know when I took them off and I just ran to my compressions you know the quarter the quarter sleeve half quarters whatever they're called I, I feel great like I don't know I feel like it's like a comfort thing like with the leggings I just feel like Constrained strained almost what
2: about you
1: no like i hate running with like a long sleeve or like really on. yeah i don't know it just feels like you're just holding everything back
3: yeah i don't know what it is i just feel like i can't open up you run in like i
2: never i've never ran in tights a day in my life and i yeah. never will you you tights like in, like, in short <laughs> i live like when i first started striking my senior year of high school i did it and i was like this is never gonna work at any type of level you do it because mm-hmm. you're not opening up any type of stride right here on your growing area yeah you still need that to run like not nah, if you want to stay warm that's cool but regardless take that off
3: what do you think about the Olympians though, when they're in those sweatsuits?
2: They're just different. <laughs> it, it, that's just like you—you—you—you you, you, you know what to expect. If you like, if you're just like one of the, a great athletes, you can kind of adapt to that. If you're not, if you're just a good, quality athlete and want to run in long tights, good luck.
3: <laughs> good luck, buddy. Okay. Hey, so that's what do you, Nick? What do you, what do you got to share for the people? I mean, like I said, you're the most experienced person out of the three of us here when it comes to track and field. So when it comes to the mental game. What do you think it takes to be prepared for Division One track and field?
2: I mean, I can look you dead in your eyes and tell you I'm mentally tired too. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hidden. It's hidden. So I know. Just, I know that. But how do you how do you prepare for it? Um, I don't know. Like I feel like everyone's like different. Like for me, it's like I can I can just get in those modes where it's just like I'm taking those days off and I'm like just kind of already taking those quality days off. Like not even trying to grow anything or kind of gain my capital up or trying to get a type of investment that's going to be better for me, like, with people. Like, I just take those days off and don't do nothing because that's like, that's the best thing for me. Like, if I, n- I have no connect from the outside world for, like, a whole day, it's going to be, like, I'm going to be so eager to the next day to trying to get that connect back. And so, for me, it's, like, those cutoff days are so, so important because we're going back and back to back carousel you're not getting off when you're getting off you're like dizzy like why am i so dizzy you've been on the carousel for the past three weeks you don't notice it so it's just one of those things for me where i just got to cut off and this you got to figure that one out on your own i guess with megan and nico you got to figure out what helps you just have that cut off or have that kind of that disconnect from what you're actually doing on a 24 regular basis
1: do you have anything you listen to i know you always got your headphones on is there anything like you specifically listen to that helps you get in the zone
2: oh yo nico i've been like i jammed out with nico i've been jamming out for the past five days (laughs) past five days plus drake relays stay with me by the barge oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) like like if y'all play that during commercial be like oh my god like that's like if for some reason just hits your soul for some reason because like when you make quality music you can feel that yeah and so for true. for some reason quality music you can feel you can feel things which you never feel in like regular music when you listen like to gunna or something or like <laughs> young boy like you, it's Not like you feel type of energy that energy and those vibrations is like i hate when people talk vibration and like astrology signs like i hate that but when you actually feel it you're like oh never mind <laughs> so the bar stay with me thank you so much Motown Records, thank you so much for licensing that. I just want to thank y'all.
1: <laughs> Incredibles music doesn't do anything for you?
2: Incredible music does it all for me. It's That's <laughs> my stretch routine in the morning. I play incredible music. I play the whole soundtrack. Thank you, uh, Michael Giobani. G- I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to butcher your name. Thank you for making that soundtrack. It's absolutely phenomenal. A phenomenal orchestra. Phenomenal oh, directing. Oh thank you. Gosh.
1: It's crazy how like, different athletes listen to different things. And like different things get them ready. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I love it.
2: You got
0: any you got music you guys listen to, Nico? I mean, I know you and uh, Nick have been jamming out to some of the same stuff lately, but.
3: <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sometimes I like going on like a Spanish kick. Like, I don't know what, like, sometimes, you know, my Spanish is probably <laughs> only about like 35%, 40%, if that. But, like, I just like listen to Spanish music sometimes. Like, Bad Bunny or, like, Daddy Yankee or old school, old, old school Spanish music, whatever. I mean.
2: Bad I was, Bunny gets you there? Dude, Bad Bunny's dope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if it gets you there, it gets you there. Bad Bunny's dope. What about you, Meg? Oh
1: I have a playlist. It's called "Yeah" in all caps. Yeah. It's just like a whole bunch of like weird. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, like broccoli, Yo, like what? I Spy. Excuse me. Like it's a weird, like it's a weird playlist.
2: gonna throw me off. Like, like the Chuck E. Cheese thing song.
1: Like Chuck E. Cheese. Like I don't know who it's by, but it's like feel you know, the room with the juice. That's a lot of loot. That bit fire. Yeah,
2: she. Okay, not you. the
0: Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I Chuck thought E. Cheese. Yeah, okay, yeah. you were scaring me for Yo, a minute. Yeah, I was, me, I was thinking
3: like the... Yeah, I was thinking idiot.
2: like Chuck E. Cheese, like, you know, like little kids. No, no,
1: no. He <laughs> listens to Incredibles. You'd be judging me on Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah.
2: But Incredibles like, is like, it's timeless. Yeah, but that's Incredibles, oh though. My this is Chuck E. Cheese. We're this about. is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, there's a literally like, a time limit where you cannot <laughs> be in Chuck E. Cheese while I'm going to look at you weird
1: my team is just hating on me today i'm sorry everybody uh, my coach garrett we gotta ju- we else? gotta be
2: judgmental like
1: today we I gotta be judgmental. It is mental
2: health awareness month too It is, yeah. so we gotta uh, be pay judgmental pay respect too. oh
1: my goodness that is insane are you guys going to kansas this weekend no,
2: no we are not we no, are taking not. the day o- the week off I'm Lucky ducks. give me I'm off running, the carousel so
1: i don't get a weekend off
2: yeah. yeah i haven't
3: taken a weekend off from the 800 in the last like five weeks six weeks so Dang. yeah
2: i've been i've been luckily enough um where I get to, like, put points in my career, athletic career, I'm like, I'm like, nah, let me take a break off that because I keep beating a dead horse. It's not getting me nowhere.
3: <laughs> beating a dead horse.
1: feel like your bodies are kind of, like, getting to that point where, like, you need to be done?
2: Oh, no. It's just, like, for me, it's just, like, I I, I like to take times off of different events. Like, I like to have quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So if I keep doing the same event over and over again, that's how it was for me last season. Where I kept doing the 400. It was trash. Like, I only ran 45 one time, like, and I was in the split. Mm-hmm. I do it like, average now that's crazy yeah so it's just like you gotta take time away from doing that and so i once you know that it's just it's kind of easy hey speak for yourself dog I've been, trying, I've been trying to tell them. I've been trying to get the head management to take care of Nico, but they're like, no, just keep pushing them in the same events. Maybe he might get better. Like, that. Nah. But that
0: being said, though, we do got through with the break here. Again, we're here with Nick Bryan and Nico Schultz, Megan Walker, all from the Nebraska track and field team. Uh, so, again, if you guys want to join the show, Sartre Hayman, text line 402-464-5685, as well as you want to put a face to The Voice, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo, channel 951. We'll be back right after this break.